1: Hello everyone and uh, welcome to the Marseille View. Uh, I'm Stefan and uh, well today we'll try and do something a little bit different because uh, well Marseille have recently signed a new player so uh, Ukrainian midfielder Ruslan Malinovsky and like we've done in the past uh, when we've signed a player from outside Ligan, we we've tried to get someone on the show who can tell us a bit more about that player. So um, I'm pleased to say that today I'm joined by Dan from Atalanta
0: Pod. Dan, hello. How are you, Stefan? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me uh, on your pod here. I can't wait to talk uh, a little bit about Ruslan Malinowski with you.
1: Thank you, and I'm very much appreciated that you've you've uh, taken the time to join us. I'm really looking forward to this chat. Um, so Dan, just uh, before we start talking about the player, actually, it might be a good idea if we if you just introduce yourself and um, tell us a bit about you and uh, Atalanta Pod, and where our lis- uh, listeners can find out more about it.
0: Absolutely. And um, I think from, from my accent, listeners, you can hear that I'm probably not grown up in Bergamo, Italy. <laughs> so uh, I am American. Uh, my uh, podcast partner and I, Nick, are both American. Um, it's called The AtalantaPod, as you said, Stefan. And it is uh, right now the only English language um, podcast dedicated to Atalanta i been going for about two, four or five years now. Um, I am a lifelong Atalanta fan, even though I did not grow up in Italy. Uh, my uh, family ties are in Bergamo, Italy, where Atalanta is from. So I am black and blue through and through. Um, if you would like to uh, follow us on Twitter, you can follow the podcast at Atalanta Pod, and you can also follow me at Atalanta underscore Vegas um, because I uh, I usually live in Las Vegas, Nevada as well. So uh, yeah, that's where you can find us in the pod
1: fantastic and uh what platforms can they uh, listen to it from
0: absolutely all the all the major big ones um you got your apple pod apple podcast your spotify google pod um so the three big ones you can definitely find us on there
1: fantastic brilliant okay so uh i think we'll just get started so i've got a few questions for you just about malinovsky so it's a high profile signing for Marseille. so uh, understandably a lot of fans are really excited about this one so uh Definitely thought it was necessary to try and find out a bit more about him. Um, firstly, uh, can you just tell us a bit more about the kind of player that he is? Like, what are these kind of qualities? His possession? How good is he? And like, how good can he be? That kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, and I think I think uh, OM fans should be excited about this signing because before we even go too much into his style, he is just an exciting player. I think the the biggest thing that I think most people know about Ruslan Molinowski. Is that he has a cannon for a left foot. Uh, I want to say probably 80% of the 30 plus goals he scored with us in the last three and a half seasons have been from outside the box, and I want to say 98% of them have been with his left foot. So Ruslan Malinovsky is definitely the type of player that um, you know makes you stand up uh, every time we have a free kick or every time he's about to wind up with a shot. Um, he scores big goals. He he does well uh, with corner kicks. So he really he really can fizz uh, a ball into the box. Um, so he is a very exciting player. Uh, Atalanta has employed him as an attacking midfielder uh, most of the time. He's going to be probably on the right right hand side. He loves to cut in on his left foot, kind of a la Arjen Robben. Um, sometimes he also is deployed as what we it, Italy would call a trequartista or a number ten, right behind the the strikers, depending on the formation that we're playing. Um so yeah he's 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 a I want to say he's kind of a creative spark uh, of a, of a player um but uh honestly he also can really play deeper in midfield his left foot uh, probably more as you can see when he plays for Ukraine if he plays a little bit deeper he's got quite a good long ball on him so for launching counterattacks he's quite good uh, he loves to dribble with the ball um i think uh <laughs> I'll be able to say that, uh, you know, hopefully Marseille fans don't see this, but sometimes he dribbles with the ball a little bit too much. Uh, so, you know, that's really the type of uh, player that Ruslan is. He is just uh, like a bit of a dynamo uh, and definitely a player that, that g- gets you excited whenever the ball is at his feet.
1: I think that's uh, news everyone wants to hear. That's really promising. And it sounds like one of those rare occasions where the player actually is like he looks... To everyone on YouTube <laughs> compilations, <laughs> you know, we've all seen like these these sort of long range uh, screamers that he scored and, and got quite excited. But yeah, that sounds quite promising. Um, kind of interesting about his position because um, we we did talk about this um amongst our group uh, recently that we thought uh we wondered whether he would he could be playing on the right because we've got um another player there, Gazunda, who you, mm-hmm. you probably know from Serie A before was kind of similar in the sense that he's also a player that likes to cut in and he's got a pretty damn good left foot um but yeah it looks like there's certainly some options with Malinowski about where he can fit in in the team so yeah that's really uh that's music to my ears (laughs) um brilliant so um also just uh wondering about his uh compatibility with our playing style so our coach is Igor Tudor who um, again you'll probably know from his time in Serie A um, and he's got a very um intense style you know he likes his players to press really intensely very high up the pitch particularly the forwards so work rate is super super important to play in his team and um, so that kind of is a problem for a lot of players um you know especially attacking players and um, we've got a few you know on our books like you know guys like Dimitri Payet for example or Milik. we had Milik, um who wouldn't who just can't kind of um, maybe give everything that's needed for that kind of coach how do you think um Malinovsky will fare with a managerial or a sort of tactical style like that um and I'm aware that Atalanta's coach might be kind of similar in some mm-hmm. ways to Gasperini so yeah kind of how does he get on with what rate and pressing and things like that
0: Yeah I mean the first thing I have to say is that when Igor Tudor went to OM I was very sad for the Serie A because I think he's a fantastic coach but it's great great for you um and and great for Ligon because uh you know he's definitely the type of coach that uh you know with the type of tactics that we're seeing so much more in in continental uh, football and i, I want to say that Giampiero gasperini atalanta's coach you know he's been he's been with the club going on 7 years now so the longest tenured uh, coach at one club in serie a he was definitely one of the pioneers in serie a with that kind of high press and ruslan y- y- is not going to be wanting for work rate when it comes to pressing is he the best uh, you know pressing attacker um on on our team the past few years absolutely not uh, but the work rate is most definitely there. You know, Gasparini always says that defense starts, you know, at the front, and I think the past probably, you know, five and a half, six seasons of the way that we have been playing has been in that style. You know, turnovers very deep in in in, in the uh, the opponent's half, um, and you know, Ruslan is whether or not he's the best at it, uh, because I don't I don't think that he's the most effective. But the work rate and the understanding of the tactics will 100% be there, and I don't think Igor Tudor would have wanted him um, if if he wasn't, because I'm sure he's well aware of his of his uh of his body of work coming from Serie A.
1: That's really good. Uh, I was kind of a bit
0: worried about that one actually. I had
1: uh, concerns that that might be a particular issue with him, and that might be why he he wasn't um in the picture, which we'll come to in a bit. Um, but yeah it's good to know that he is capable of putting in a shift uh, in that regard um great um okay so just kind of thinking more about his uh, um personality um his sort of uh, you know mental capacities like how could he i say capacity but his qualities around his like character how did you, how do you think he, he manages to in an environment like Marseille, which is quite a volatile place like uh um, this is a club where the fans demand a lot and it's never far from a crisis and <laughs> when, when things aren't going well, the, we, the, the fans tend to turn on the players. Um, how do you think he manages in that kind of environment? And it's probably quite similar to some, I guess quite a lot of the town clubs. Um, I always, we always think of Napoli ourselves, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of clubs in Italy that are kind of quite similar to Marseille in that regard. Do you think he's got the, the right the right character, the right makeup for this kind of club?
0: I think that's a that's a kind of a tougher question to answer um, in in the sense that uh, does he have, you know, uh, a really good personality? First of all, he's he's well loved by the fans. Um, You know, he's he's a very vocal kind of gregarious, very outspoken uh, player who's easy to love. Um, so I think that uh, that OM fans will will probably love him right away. I've seen already him on social media in the way that, you know, he 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 basically just jumped straight into the club. I know that he 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 had his uh, he had his debut uh, the other day and I think he got a yellow card right away. Um, so that's uh, <laughs> that's Ruslan Malinovsky uh, for you. He's just going to go straight into it. So. Regarding the fans, the Atalanta fans have known to be, you know, really, really uh, great traveling. I mean, we're obviously a small provincial team. Um, the, the Gavis Stadium holds, you know, 22,000 uh, spectators. The city of Bergamo only has 120,000 uh, people in it, and of course, much smaller than, than than a great city like Marseille. And, of course, much smaller than a great stadium uh, like the Stade Vélodrome. Um, but Atalanta fans tend to be very, very supportive of players, uh, even if they're not playing well. What they don't support is the players who they feel like has slighted them off the pitch. Um, so I think that if things aren't going well on the field for Ruslan and uh, OM fans kind of get on him, I think it'll be a, a, a newer kind of feeling for him than, than has been in the last three and a half years in Bergamo. That being said, when it comes to being a big time player under pressure, I think Ruslan Malinowski has proven that he is that player. Um, Probably when you go into YouTube and you see his goals, you'll see a lot of goals scored against Juventus, including an amazing free kick uh, that he took that uh, basically was the game winning goal for us. um, That the first time we had beaten Juventus in like 30 years. Uh, You know, so when it comes to big games against big teams, Ruslan shows up. Um, at least that's what he's shown with us in the past three and a half years. And it's been almost a year now since I think probably the most iconic experience, uh, for my, for my life with Ruslan Malinowski on, on the club. So in, in, in the Europa League, uh, in February of last year, we were playing against Olympiacos away. And of course, uh, Piraeus is, is always a cauldron, uh, for away teams. And, um, You know, it had just been probably a few days, if not a week, that Russia had invaded Ukraine. So, of course, a lot on his mind personally. And he managed to score two cracking goals in that match. So even with personal pressure, things that were swirling about him in an environment that was not friendly, he scored two great goals. So... He'll definitely rise to the occasion in big games, but I'd say the jury is still out on whether or not he will be able to weather the storm if OM fans get on his back if he's not playing well.
1: Okay, yeah, that's a really interesting example. So it's certainly like signs that he's got that kind of mental fortitude, you know, that of uh, sure. character. So, yeah, no, that's really promising. Okay, uh, fi- final question from me is, uh, I guess, like, w- w- what's happened? Like, why is he... Why has he been allowed to leave Atalanta? Uh, and, and I guess just in addition to that, like what, how are fa- the fans feeling about his departure?
0: I can only speak for this fan, but i I think I'll echo a little set, uh, some of the sentiments that I think most Atalanta fans are, and that is we will miss Ruslan on a personal level. I think you know there's so many reasons why this deal was made. Um, part of it is you know Atalanta is a club that is very uh, financially well run um you know during the 2020 uh, year we during covid where everybody lost a ton of money we actually made 50 million euros we're we're a club that is always the one that makes the most money in italy even though we're very small so financially we're very well run and i think ruslan um you know we bought him three and a half years ago for about 15 million euro uh from from genk and uh you know, there was still definitely a market uh, for Ruslan, so I think part of it is financial, that we could uh, we could actually make some money off of this deal. And uh, the other thing is we have a, a heavenly host of attacking players, and I think Ruslan, just kind of with the way that tactically we have been changing this year, probably playing a little bit more on the counter, um, you know, he maybe isn't fitting it anymore. We have a great Dutch midfielder named Teun Koopmeiners who uh, is also left-footed and plays actually in the central midfield. Um, and he scored a cracking a goal against Bologna uh, on the weekend. And it was very Ruslan malinowski esque So he also takes set pieces. So I, I think that Ruslan has kind of, um, you know, been edged out a little bit by that and, and our tactics. The other thing is that Giampiero Gasparini is a fantastic, fantastic coach. But he is not uh, he's not warm and fuzzy. Um, I, I think that there's a there comes a point where I think that players, if they're not doing on the pitch what the what Gasparini feels like they should be doing on the pitch, it's easy to fall out. And he tends to shut these players out a little bit. And Ruslan is a happy-go-lucky. Person and I don't think he would want to stay in an environment like that so I think that maybe it was good that he moved on um yeah I, I I still think that you know if if he'd have stayed it would have been fantastic but his best season for us was the second half of two seasons ago where he had 10 assists in 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 the second half of the season um, but he has never really gotten back to that point. He unfortunately also Plays a similar position as one of our greats, Josip Ilicic, and uh, he just never has performed like that. And funnily enough, his greatest weapon, his 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 bomb from outside. It, I, I just read a, uh, and I don't know how true this is, but um, you know, on Twitter uh, there was some comments from him that said, you know, Gasperini didn't want him to shoot from outside anymore. And uh, I took that with a grain of salt. The problem is. I don't think Ruslan is a one-trick pony. I don't think it at all. But everybody knows what he's going to do. So as the years went by, so many of those shots were blocked. Um, you know, when he's he's about to take that that huge booming shot boom there, it gets blocked and he becomes he starts to fall in love with shooting it when maybe he should pass. So I think that the the his time with Atalanta was over. Um, I think he probably had starting to have a fallout with a coach, and it was better that he moved on now than uh, it would be even worse later.
1: Okay, yeah, oh, that's really interesting. So there's definitely some things there that you know raise further questions for for mm-hmm. me. You know, in terms of the level he's at, could he be on the decline, or you know, is it just tactical? Would well, be interesting to see how he how he gets on. I I suspect that he's going to do pretty well at the beginning, um, um, which is often the case for us with a lot of players. Um, it's about how they maintain that over time, but we'll, I guess we'll soon find out. Um, you you kind of mentioned, actually, we, he has made his de- debut, so he, he d- did make his debut just uh, a couple of days ago, so we have seen a little snippet of him, um, and as you said, he got guarded within seconds of being on the pitch. But um, I think for us, like he looked a little bit... Um, you know lacking in match fitness you know match practice but you know there were some promising signs so um still yeah we're all quite excited about him and it's really good to to hear hear um your sort of expert insight and expert opinion into his game um dan just before we go is there any final things that you want to say anything else or um are you happy to to wrap up
0: as as it is well i I just want to again thank you for the opportunity to come on you know i don't we don't get to talk about Ruslan Molinowski very often. Uh, I feel like, you know, I'm I don't follow Ligon uh, very often, but now with Ruslan there, I will definitely be looking at uh, OM. I'm glad he went to uh, Marseille as opposed to some uh, some of the evil teams in Ligon. So I was very pleased that that's <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where he went. Um, I'm. You know, I was a big fan of uh, of Dimitri Payet as well, especially in his uh, his time as West, at West Ham. So I I'm really interested to see what potentially that dynamic uh, could look like. But uh, I I wish him all the success. I'm really really glad that he went to a team outside of Serie A because honestly, we, we really love him. Uh, as a person and a player, and it would have been quite painful to see him at another Serie A club. Um, So I, I think that it's the best thing that could have possibly happened for both clubs and for Ruslan. And one of the things that you guys, just as a little aside, Ruslan is very, very active on social media. He's very funny. He's very engaging. He's always positive. If you want to get a real good take of what's really going on in the Malinovsky family, follow his wife, on uh, social media, she'll tell it like it is. So it'll be really uh, just a little tidbit there for you.
1: Okay, noted, well do. Um, Well, thanks very much uh, for joining the show. It's really appreciated. And, you know, if uh, any future atalanta om crossovers um, will certainly be up for collaborating again so um appreciated um and just again just reminding listeners do check out atlanta pod um you can find them on twitter uh, at atlanta pod and all your major uh, podcast apps so uh, thank you thank you so much Dupin.